Welcome to Of Monks and Men, Episode 1, Without Borders. A few months ago, we had a guest speaker at the church that I attend. Her name is Pam Robles, and she's a missionary to Peru and a huge part of the local and international church. Pam shared her story with us. It's a very long story, so I'll spare you the details. But if you're interested, then I'd highly recommend listening to the full message at theanchorfellowship.com. In essence, Pam challenged us not to just put our faith in God, but also put our trust in Him. That's a hard thing to do. It immediately gets personal. Trust is such a loaded word. There are few people in my life who I actually trust. Probably one or two friends, my two brothers, my parents, and my wife. When I say trust, I mean truly, madly, deeply, Savage Garden Trust. Say what you want, that's a great song. Pam also shared the impact of the song Oceans by Hillsong United had affected and inspired her during a time of great difficulty in her life. Let me be honest, I was completely on board with everything she was saying until this point. You see, over the past few months, whenever we sing the song Oceans in church, or if I happen to hear it somewhere, I immediately shut down. I take issue with this song, and I'll tell you why. So the song itself, it's a really cool song. It's very dynamic. It has neat guitar parts and driving drums. The vocal melodies are beautiful. And then there's the lyrics. Now, again, I have no theological conundrum with the lyrics, but this is the issue that I have with them. Here's part of the bridge. How epic is that? It's very climactic. It's very Hollywood. I can just picture a music video with a girl standing in the middle of the ocean during a massive storm, walking on top of the water while belting out those lyrics. By the way, it'd probably be Katy Perry singing it. You still may be wondering what my problem is with this song. Well, let's think about the implications of those words. Spirit, lead me where my trust is without borders. I don't want to go where my trust is without borders. Take me deeper than my feet can wander. I don't want to go deeper than my feet can wander. That is terrifying. It's hard enough for me to trust people in my life, but trusting the invisible creator of the universe is another thing entirely. I'm reminded of a scene from Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back, which, by the way, is probably the best one, either that or The Phantom Menace. Luke is on the planet Dagobah, training to become a Jedi under the tutelage of the only living Jedi master, Yoda. Nerd alert. Luke is running through the murky forest with his master strapped to his back when they approach a cave. Yoda tells his young Padawan that he must go into the cave by himself. After some words of wisdom from Yoda, Luke cautiously wanders down into the deep, dark cave when something truly terrifying happens. Luke finds himself face to face with a tall, shadowy, masked figure appearing to be his arch-nemesis, Darth Vader. Luke steps backwards, then draws his lightsaber. Vader then draws his, and the duel begins. 
Back and forth they go. As the battle unfolds, Luke eventually strikes off the head of his opponent with his lightsaber. And Vader's helmet goes tumbling to the ground. Carefully, Luke approaches the smoking helmet, and the faceplate explodes open, revealing the face of the man behind the mask. What happens next is beyond comprehension. Luke looks down into the face of the open helmet to see his own face staring back at him. What does this mean? How is this possible? Why the heck am I talking about Star Wars? Star Wars? Star Wars? Now, I don't want to go into too much detail. Too late, I know. So I'll try to wrap up this analogy. Before Luke enters the cave, he asks Yoda what he will find. His master then tells him, Only what you take with you. So what did Luke take into the cave? His fear. Now let's come back down to our galaxy. What is the deepest you've ever walked out into the ocean? Or into the woods? Or the wilderness? Trusting God without borders is like a trapeze artist swinging 40 feet above the ground with no safety net below. Or a mountain climber scaling a cliff without a rope or harness. Trusting without borders is saying, I give up control and give it to God. It's not something I want to do, much less sing about. I mean, honestly, again, do I really want to go deeper than my feet could ever wander? It's hard, it's overwhelming, and I want no part in it. So how do we trust someone? I think to really trust someone deeply, you must allow yourself to become vulnerable with them. My wife and I have learned a ton about trust and intimacy by going through stuff together. I think it's the same with God. Something that I have discovered in my marriage is when my wife is driving the car and I'm the passenger, I get really, really uncomfortable. I get very anxious. I get jumpy. I critique her every move. Slow down. Wait, don't turn here. Turn at the next place. Why are you going this way? Uh, you're, you're tailgating there. Could you slow down a bit? Hey, uh, sweetie, the speed limit is 70, not 97. <laughs> Again, I critique her every move. Why? She's never gotten into a wreck while driving with me. She's never gotten a ticket. She's never put our life in danger. So why am I so uncomfortable with her driving? Control. When I don't have control of things in my life, including driving, I freak out. I'm learning that me giving my wife control of certain things grows our trust with each other. I think it's the same with God. I obviously have put my faith in God. I believe he is who he says he is. I believe he's in control. I believe he knows what's best for me and my family. The more I walk with him, the more I trust him. The more I listen to him, the more I trust him. The more I allow myself to rely on him, the more I trust him. The more control I give him, the more I can trust him. Matthew 28, 16-20 is known as the Great Commission. This is Jesus' last message to his followers before he ascends into heaven. He challenges those listening to him to go and make disciples, to baptize, and to teach them all that he has commanded them. Christ trusted his followers to carry on the message that he had been teaching his entire life. He trusted the same men, his closest friends, who fell asleep while praying shortly before he was arrested. He trusted the same disciple who denied him in the midst of his crucifixion. He trusted those who doubted his resurrection when they were in the same room with him 
staring him in the face. The final words that Christ speaks in that passage, quote, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. He is with us, and he trusts us. And that is why we can trust him. Thanks for listening to Of Monks and Men.